0: This is a Demon FM podcast. You are listening to Have You Seen It with Tom, Ellis, and Dan. Hello and welcome back to the Have You Seen It podcast. It is me, Tom. And me, Dan. So we've got another special. Bumper episode, if you Very will. bumper, very bumper episode. We've just been looking at our what is it, three-page document here, and yes. we've got a lot on our hands this week. Not, not, not least to mention the Oscar nominations just come out. Of course, yes. And so we'll be uh, breaking. We'll be here with you. For next another hour and a half, we It's going to be it. We've got, a we've got so time. much. Yeah, we've got so much on this week, but that's good because you yes. know we always love movie stuff. We always love movie news, and obviously the Oscar nominations are a big part of that. We're just going to do our best to break it down with you uh, as best you know as best we can, and uh, try to decipher who would win and who and who, who sh- and who should win. Yeah, yes. yeah, and uh, uh, and get all that lovely juicy Oscar buzz going but first yes. yeah first before we get into all of that we are going to be talking about box office we are indeed which is another bumper edition of the box office uh, from In, last indeed. week um do you want to start us off dan well, I'll start you off at number seven. Yes, uh,
1: which this week is Christian Stewart's Underwater, um, with a amazingly large seven million dollars.
0: Yeah, uh, yes. So this is uh, the latest. Uh, uh, Christian Stewart's actually had a good, like, good year in terms of output. A terrible year in, in ter- terms of box office. Terrible of years in terms of box office, but a good year of output. Well, she's so been doing some interesting things. Technically, she's like half of the
1: films that are coming out. Came out in twenty twenty so far. Yeah, um, but no, last year uh, she obviously had Charlie's Angels, mm-hmm. which opened to eight million dollars. Yeah, very very bad. Big whole, well, whole well.
0: one million. Well, one million above. Yeah, and well, um, that had the name of Charlie's Angels. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, the new film with you know uh, Christians to it, and they're underwater. Yes. in a in a base. The base starts to starts you know because they're in the Mariana Trench and they have to move base because their base is crumbling apart and it's kind of this big ac- kind of like this sort of action suspense film yeah it's not had terribly well you know well well, good reviews it's about on par with Charlie's Angels actually
1: yeah <laughs> it got yeah. 51% on Rotten Tomatoes which uh, the Charlie's Angels got 53 mm. uh, this did 7.1 million international yeah and it did 14.1 worldwide in its debut which is absolutely <laughs> awful yeah Especially with his big budget action film, mm-hmm. uh, but talking of budgets, um, obviously, Like a Boss had a lower budget, mm-hmm. about twenty eight million dollars. It opened with ten. Yeah, um, just a comparison with this. Nobody's Almost on the dot. Nobody's full. Uh, which is a Tiffany Haddish film also made thirteen point seven million, mm-hmm. and that went on to make thirty one point seven domestic. Yeah, uh, this is probably going to be a big domestic play, mm. but. Uh, Tiffany Haddish did well with this opening, I think. Yeah.
0: Uh, just to note these are estimates yes um so these are these are just estimates that the actuals we were coming out uh later later yes. in in the in the day or in the week so these are these are just prerequisites to the actual to the actual figures yes. but uh, it's all the best we can do for now so subject to change basically. yeah, yeah. uh not by too much though. yeah but like a boss is interesting it's not got the most great reviews uh cost a lot board. Worse. yeah it cost a lot less. It's got um Different uh Haddish, um uh Roseburn and yes. Salma Hayek. Uh it's kinda of like a comet is is a comet like a workplace comedy. Yeah. Basically. Um open to ten million, it which you know, reminds, what was it? Yeah, what is it? It reminds me of Little from last year. Mm.
1: The it was also Tiffany Haddish film. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, it reminds me a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So, but number four, yes, we have a expanded release Mm -hmm. uh, with Just Mercy, which made $10 million also, Mm -hmm. Uh, up
0: 12,952%. Yeah, because it's opening wider. Yes. That's why that number's there. It's not over-dramatized. It's just because it's opened to a lot more theaters now. Uh, It currently has
1: a total of $10.4 million. Uh, It's a multiplier just because it opened... Uh, big this weekend is 1.04 times mm. uh, just because obviously it was not wide before and now it's gone uh, to uh, many thousands of theatres yeah yeah uh,
0: so not? yeah two or three thousand and yeah, that is the michael b jordan jamie Foxx based on a true story film um which we'll be talking more about uh, a bit later yes
1: we will so stay tuned for that yes and number three we have jumanji the next level which made 14 million dollars down 47%. From, yeah, down from 2. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. Uh it's at 257.1 million domestic, 414 international, 671.1 million worldwide. It's currently at a multiplier of 4.34 times. This one's doing quite well.
0: Yes. Yes, I think it I don't think it's on um you know, on, on track to do as well as the last one did. The last one being a, a huge box office success. Um, but it's doing well. It's doing it's doing quite well. I mean, the the like everybody that I knew kind of liked the last Jumanji and sort of going into this one with sort of like good expectations and are coming out fairly super, fairly fairly satisfied, which yeah. is which is good. I think
1: this one will probably end in the low to mid seven hundreds. Uh, for a final worldwide yeah. gross. I was kind of hoping it would pass Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Uh, which was at 760. mm mm-hmm. um, But I think that might be a
0: pipe dream at the moment. Yeah, that was that was that did really well, didn't it, Hobbs and yeah. Shaw? But uh, anyway, if if it continues on the same trajectory as it's going, Sony has nothing to worry about. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure the next one will do
1: fine. mm uh, number two, we have Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Our previous number one for three weeks. Yes, uh, but now it's been unseated. Mm-hmm. It did fifteen point one million dollars, down fifty six percent. Another quite over fifty percent. Quite drop. a big drop. Yeah. Um, it's at four hundred seventy eight point two million domestic, five hundred eleven point four million international which brings it to a total of 989.6 million worldwide so close to the billion mark yeah and it's at, mm. it's at 2.7 times multiplier so far yeah
0: yeah i mean like 15 million domestic is you know it's obviously it's going down it's been three four weeks like in three weeks if you look at the
1: week fours for Stop. force awakens yeah And The Last Jedi. I did have, yeah, I did have a look at that. The Force Awakens is in the 40s, the low 40s. Mm. And The Last Jedi is at 23. So this is a lot lower than those two. Mm. Uh, Currently it's running 41% behind The Force Awakens. Yeah. And 17% behind uh, (sighs) The Last Jedi. Yeah. And it looks like it's probably going to go past Rogue One, but it's a coin toss at this point. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, a very
0: very big
1: disappointment.
0: Yes, very big. Yeah, um, it's, it's not as you know it, as i said before, it's not what Disney are hoping for, hoping to end on because it's their last of the trilogy. Yeah, uh, which sort of makes it sort of a bit you know very disappointing and quite you know humiliating on on Disney's <laughs> part. But you know what can you do? A lot of people are saying that this might be the first disappointment that crosses a billion
1: dollars. Mm, yeah,
0: because it's on track. 989 it's gonna do
1: it literally in the week yes (laughs) it's not going to cross it by much no no which most people thought before it came out that it would
0: yeah and it just it's it's not it's not going to
1: yeah anyway from uh disappointment to a major major success yes is 1917 yes which is at 36.5 million dollars up 5,809%, 5809% obviously because it was in 11 theaters last week. Uh it currently it is at 21.2 million international which brings its actual total to 60.4 million. dollars.
0: 16. Point, yeah, that's what I got. Uh, and this one is as we've said before has opened wider now. It yes. was it was in selected theaters in America, only 11. Only only 11. Uh I think it opened cr- around Christmas day, didn't it? It did. It had two weeks in A limited release yeah and so it it made bank in that two weeks it did it did and now it's open wide and i think this film is gonna kill i think this is gonna it's out it's it's out for blood this film i think it's it's gonna do sensational
1: i think next weekend it's gonna have a great hold just because it is also mlk
0: yes martin Uh, luther king yes day is it day I think so. Yes, it's it's it's, it's a public it's a public holiday for yeah. us. If you don't, if you didn't know that,
1: but basically what that means is Sunday holds will be a lot better than they normally are. Mm. So as you normally you'd think Sunday would be going down just because obviously kids have school the next day, you can't go during the evening as much. But obviously if there's a holiday, you're allowed to go in the night on a Sunday. Yeah, which brings its Sunday holds very. Up a lot, basically yeah. like a, a a smaller but second Saturday mm. um for yeah. all the films. That it's
0: it's going to, I think, it's going to do well regardless. Yeah, um because you know it's we like we'll we'll be reviewing it later in the show, so stay tuned for that. It's it's going to do really well. I wouldn't. I have quite high hopes for it. I wouldn't be surprised if the next week's number
1: is close to this week's number with the four day weekend. Mm. As in, like maybe it's like thirty-five four day, yeah. But then like twenty-seven for the three, yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, I don't think this is going to be number one next week because obviously we have Bad Boys for Life which coming is out, tracking around thirty-two million, and we also have uh, Doolittle, which has tanked in tracking.
0: Mm.
1: It was high as high as forty million, yeah, but then it's down now to like
0: twenty-two. Mm. That doesn't come out for another couple of weeks yet, though uh, That comes out next week Next week? uh, In America In America next week Yes Over here, it's, I think, the 7th of yes, February Yes, it is um, uh,
1: But that's just the box office for next week Yeah We get to that next week We will, we will What we won't get to next week Yeah Is the worldwide box office for the whole of last year
0: Yes, yes, this is your this is your big, you your big moment. So, yes. this is going off of a uh, an article from Deadline. It, of course, we want to give uh, all
1: credit to Deadline. Yeah. So basically, uh, I'll go through the domestic number first. So the domestic number was down four percent, eleven point four billion dollars uh, for the whole year. International was up four percent. Yeah. Um, and that was at thirty one point one billion dollars. For the whole year Which brings both together That's 42.5 billion dollars Up 2% It's also the first time it's gone As high as 42 billion Yeah But One of the major things is A lot of studios went down this year Basically all studios but Disney Went down Yeah Disney did an amazing year It did 13.153 billion
0: dollars Yeah I was A couple of weeks ago It was like It was already at think it was 10 billion and then obviously now it's now it's gone up totally like rounding out that like total to 13 13 billion which is just just unthinkable it's just it's just they've had so many films that were you know not really not really um, great but still did bank like lion king yeah uh you know aladdin did really well um and they're just they've just been on a roll uh especially this year. Yes. The year of twenty nineteen was was definitely their year, uh, because obviously, you know, they had Lion King, Summer, and you know, Aladdin, and then Star Wars at the end of the year, which just went, you know, brought that brought that number a bit higher up then. But you know. So that's Disney adding Fox in. Yes.
1: Disney on its own was eleven point one two billion. Yeah. Um so a lot of these numbers, okay. Disney Fox uh, is obviously the biggest take for a studio ever. Mm. Disney on its own is up seventy four percent from the record, from the record, yeah, which is absolutely crazy. Yeah, eleven billion dollars. Just to put that a bit in context, so the biggest film was Avengers Endgame, yeah, which made two point seven nine ish two point eight billion dollars. Um, if you go through the top of last year we have avengers endgame at the top obviously the lion king with 1.66 billion frozen 2 with 1.37 billion captain marvel with 1.13 billion toy story 4 with 1.07 billion aladdin with 1.05 billion Mm. and then obviously entering the billion dollar club next week is going to be Star Wars yeah. Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. That's seven films
0: <laughs> over that, a billion dollars. That's just that's just unfathomable. Seven films over a billion in one year. Yeah, is just is just there's, there's there's nothing like it.
1: Literally, this is probably going to be the record for a long, long time. Yeah, until inflation catches up quite a lot. Mm. But this. It smashed the record. Obviously, Disney on its own smashed the record. Seven films is, um, yeah. It's it's not it's not normal. No, the record um for the most films over a billion dollars was twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. That had five films over a billion dollars. Yeah. So yeah. Disney on its own did seven. Yeah, Disney, and then obviously Disney and Sony, Spider Man. Yeah. Um. Obviously Sony get all the revenue from that mm-hmm. Not Well Most of the revenue from that actually It was 5% for Disney Yeah But it's going to change to A more fairer Thing very soon I think they're getting 25% Okay Very soon yeah. Um, And then Obviously Joker Warner Brothers That means nine films Are going to be over the One billion dollar threshold
0: for- Yeah 2019 yeah. overall. Studios should be very, very pleased with themselves. <laughs> Definitely.
1: So number three uh, for studios, uh, we're counting Disney, Fox and also Disney on its own, one and two. Yeah. Three is Warner Brothers, if you add those. Oh, okay. Wait there. I'll go to number two for this. Number two is Warner Brothers, uh, $4.423 billion. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, that's the biggest film is Joker. Yeah, of course. $1.063 billion. Yeah great amazing yeah uh, it it did well obviously all these studios kind of had a very mixed year this year mm. universal did 3.671 billion uh, and their biggest film was hubs and shaw with 760.5 billion dollars number four is Sony. uh universal was number three before Sony. uh 3.351 billion dollars biggest film was spider-man far from home billion for that one. Uh, Number five is Fox on its own. That one did 2.033 billion. And that's biggest film was Alita Battle Angel with 403 million. You Mm. would think that Dark Phoenix would be number one. But obviously that was not a very good film and it flopped. Yes. Um, Paramount is number six. 1.349 billion dollars. Uh, that's biggest film was Terminator: Dark Fate, yeah, with two hundred and sixty-one point one million dollars.
0: You see that Paramount had a really bad year. this They year. did, they did. I'm not, I'm, I'm not really sure where Paramount's standing in the whole sort of, uh, you know, like big, like big six studios is, is going really because they've had uh, not a very good year this year, but also in the past couple of years has not been, not yeah. been that, that great for them. So I'm not sure because you know, like. In in recent times, uh, during sort of like a couple of years back, a couple of decades ago, they were on the brink of bankruptcy, and then they managed to pull themselves back from that. And then we got into the stage now where they're clinging on ag- like again. Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm not sure where it's going to lead to, but yeah,
1: but yes, the only real big franchise at the moment is Mission Impossible, which obviously has a back to back run for the next two years Mm -hmm. so hopefully those two do well for the studio yeah and number seven coming in last is lionsgate out of the big studios that is uh, at 1.272 billion with their biggest film being john wick chapter three parabellum yeah with 326.7 million dollars quite a good take for john wick yeah obviously also a mixed year for lionsgate uh although i feel like They are bringing themselves back up. Obviously, John Wick is definitely a franchise that is doing really well. Mm. It's getting bigger every single entry. Let's hope that continues. Mm -hmm. I'm rooting for the the little guys here. Yeah. Because Disney's taken a lot of air this last
0: year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to John Wick. Maybe Mm -hmm. I can get the three film boxes and just watch them back to back to back because I've never seen John Wick. So I have also a couple
1: of major markets. Um, so China, yeah, that was up five point four percent in their local currency, which is one. That was up to sixty four point two seven billion, which is for in layman's terms nine point two billion dollars. Admissions were up. Point five percent, which is actually a lot slower than the market is was
0: projected to trend this yeah. year. Only five, only point five percent.
1: Yeah, but overall box office is up five percent. Also slowing down from twenty eighteen, which that was up nine percent. So China could be slowing down a tiny bit. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine they will have their first 10 billion year very soon, though, and then join America in terms of being one of the biggest markets.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't rule it out either. I mean, over the years, China's been so integral over the last decade, really, uh, to sort of the success of a few of, of a few films. So the studios have to sort of tip their hat to China because they're just, they're, without them, their films that they'd had wouldn't have done as well, of course, and it's just... It's just it's just interesting analytics to to look at, isn't it? So. Yeah, and if you think the rapid growth, like Avengers Endgame did
1: really really well in China. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like one of the biggest Hollywood films of all time in China. Mm. Uh, I'm unsure of the number, I'm going to have a very quick look. $614 million. Really good. Uh, from Avengers Endgame in China. That's an amazing feat. Yeah. Um because that's much bigger than any other Hollywood film <laughs> that's ever been released in China. Even bigger than Fast and Furious, mm. which is a massive, massive player in China. Like three million, not billion. <laughs> 360 billion. I'll be surprised if it hit that. Uh, so I want to mention Japan next, which mm. is actually up 16.6% in their local currency. That's really good. Uh, 242.4 billion yen, uh, which translates to $2.22 billion, which is actually up in dollars 17.9 percent and obviously i've got to mention the uk yeah because where are we at the moment yeah we're at 1.35 billion pounds which is down two percent from last year but admissions are basically flat from last year to now and last year was the biggest year in emissions since 1970.
0: Yes, yes, it was. I did, I did, I did remember that fact. Thank you very much for bringing yes. it back up to my attention. That's so, uh, that's really that's really good. But you know the emissions, like it's not gone, it's not gone up, up or down. So I guess there's no loss either way, well, really, is there? So
1: it has been going up oh, very, very slowly. So in the 1970s and 80s, it reached a low. Mm. Of around 75 million to 80 million emissions. Yeah. At the moment, we're around 175. Yeah. Which is really, really good. Yes. If we continue the trend of going up, that would be great. Yeah. We need more
0: people going more to people the movies. To <laughs> we need more people to experience the art of film. We do. That's what we need.
1: So any rise.
0: Yeah in film going
1: is amazing obviously we wouldn't have much to talk about if people didn't go to the cinema no
0: exactly exactly this show probably wouldn't even exist if no one went to cinema. it would the be cinema. a netflix show it'd be a netflix show netflix will gobble, gobble us right out, won't they yeah yeah
1: uh, but that's the big box office section this week yeah a lot to talk about a lot to ponder on mm-hmm. um, for the next year do you think this year is going to be big in the box office.
0: Do you think we're going to have any rises? I think it's going to be a big year. And yes, I do think we're going to have rises, but I don't think too much of a rise. Yeah. It's going to rise a little bit, but not, you know, never like astronomical. But um, I think with the films that are out this year uh some big big players especially in the superhero genre and you know in other genres as well it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a major year if 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 if, if this year is anything like last year we've got nothing to worry about because last year was great <laughs> yeah i feel like this year is going to be
1: bigger for the other studios mm. and i feel like there might be another studio that wins this year All right. Just because Disney Don't have anything on the cards They do They, they do. A, they have a lot on the cards They but, have Mulan, which is going to do amazingly well I'll see it I mean, China's going to see it as well Yeah <laughs> And they're going to see it a lot Yeah We saw how big Endgame was yeah. If China have as much interest in Mulan as they as did, they did. Mm. in Endgame Yeah that would mean a billion easy. It's oh. whether China has that spark of interest.
0: Yeah, and I'm not sure. We'll have to see when it comes out, like yeah. it comes out in its release patterns where the, how that's going to do and do some projections. The trailer did really well in China. Mm. But that might just be because it was the
1: trailer and everyone yeah. wanted to see how it looked. But I feel like they will like it just because it is very, very. It respects the heritage. I think
0: yeah is what I'm looking for. Mm. I'm looking forward to it because that's one of my one of my Disney favorite animations yeah. ever. So I'll, I'll I'll see it. I'll see it
1: just for that. I mean, if it does do really well in China, if it does, let's say it does six hundred million in China, very big ask could happen still. Um, because it happened to Endgame. If it does six hundred million in China, do you think it's could do as well as the lion king which did 1.66 billion
0: maybe maybe not it's hard to tell isn't it it's yeah. really hard to tell because uh, the lion king is just such it was a box office juggernaut yeah for many, many 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 weeks i don't know if mulan can sort of top that it might well be able to yeah. but uh i'm not sure at the moment we'll have to wait and see on that
1: I think I can make a box office bet and say if it does spark in China, I think that, that it can. I think it can. Yeah. Um, but also that if it does spark really, really, really big in China, I think it could have like US plus China box office be like a billion dollars. Yeah. I think I think it's gonna do well in the US, obviously. I think it's gonna do three hundred, three hundred and fifty in the US. Yeah. But if it really does spark in China, I think 650, 700 could be a ballpark figure for what I think in China. Yes. I could be wrong. Yeah. Who knows? We're going to find out in March. Yes, we are. When it comes out. Uh, But yes, I think this year is going to be basically flat. I think this is going to be a flat year. And I think... 2021 might go well we'll see but that is the worldwide box office
0: of last year yes yes that and is. a few predictions for this year yeah now we, we shall move on to some releases yes releases I think uh, which uh, are coming out 17th of 17th of January which is this Friday this coming Friday now we have a lot to talk about uh, so we'll sort of break it down into, into uh, chunks so we'll start with the biggest which is probably going to be bad boys for life which is the third and belated sequel to uh, the bad boys franchise uh, starring back back at it again will smith and martin lawrence yes uh in another sort of crime crime caper <laughs> I don't have any interest in this film because I don't have any interest in the Bad Boys franchise as a whole. I'm not sure how you feel about that, but that's that's my that's my feeling going into it. I've never seen it either. No, I, I don't. And I'm not sure how waiting this long to do a sequel will work or, or won't work. To be fair, the last one
1: came out 8 years after the first one. Mm. This is 17 years.
0: Yeah. after the last one. So <laughs> it's a bigger gap. Yeah. twice as big a gap. Mm. The original being made in 1995. But I actually like the trailer. The trailer looked quite good. Yeah. So I feel like I'm gonna see it. gonna try and watch the first two yeah. first. I'm not sure. I mean, I Will Smith is still like as big as a box office draw as he's ever been, I think. I mean he's 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 done some conquering over the last over the last year, few years or so. Yeah. Not in the least with uh, you know, his obviously big one last year, Aladdin, Yeah. Um doing so well. But um but yeah, I don't have it I I i might watch it i might not i don't have any prior interest in it i know you said that you you don't either but it looks yeah. like a good romp it? it's like a good action adventure so i'm looking back at the other ones so
1: the first first one had a budget of 90 million dollars back in 1995 yeah that made 141.4 million dollars nice. um the second one had a budget of 130 million dollars oh oh that's 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 big and it did two hundred and seventy three, which means Ooh. I imagine the last one didn't make any money.
0: <laughs> yeah. So was that so that's that's a budget of 135. 130. 130 and a taking of 273. 200, oh oh no. But they haven't learnt anything apparently.
1: Yeah. Because this one's budget is ninety million dollars. Okay estimated i mean it might be wrong yeah but 90 million dollars that seems quite a lot Mm. michael bay likes to spend money yeah um because this used to be a michael bay film i don't know whether he's directing i'm not sure he's directing this one no Um, no it's a different two different people why would you give 90 million dollars to a film series that might not make money this time Has never really lost. made money in the first place. <laughs> the first one did, but it lost money last time.
0: That's not good. That's not a good gamble.
1: No, um, mm. I mean, it might do well. Yeah. It's tracking at $32 million uh, domestically because it's opening the same week. Yeah. It's just whether it can make up a bit of money worldwide. Obviously, Will Smith is a draw, mm-hmm. but will it be a big enough draw? Because Gemini, man. Yeah, Gemini, you can't forget that. Gemini Man made $138 million. If this makes $138 million, this is a big flop. Yeah. And we've had uh, already
0: one flop this year. Yeah. What was the budget of uh, Gemini Man? 160. 160. Yeah.
1: It made good Lord almighty. I can double check my Oh. <laughs> Also, Bad Boys 4 is in pre-production, so... Oh, of course it is. Of course they have not
0: looked at how well this this one This one will do, no, of course. Before Uh, Bad Boys 4. (laughs) Before going on straight on, ploughing through, because they think, oh, it's Bad Boys, it's great, it's all going to go smoothly. Okay, the budget was...
1: 138. Oh, okay. With the worldwide gross was 173.5 million dollars. <gasps> I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> so, gross in US was 50 ish million dollars. 50 million dollars. That means it made 25 million dollars ish from oh. the US market. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know how much it made in China, but.
0: Oh, Wang Lee that's a big flop yeah this one isn't looking good either no <laughs> no uh we should move on from bad boys now yeah uh, i'm getting sad thinking about it yeah yeah um up next we have bombshell which is uh the uh charlie's theron fronted um nicole kidman and margot robbie too <laughs> yes yeah they uh it's uh, uh is it yes. it's a drama yeah it's a drama yeah drama, like hard drama about the women about yeah. basically the woman who worked at fox news yes um which um you know we've already had some fox news stuff with uh, russell Crowe's the uh, loudest voice uh depicting sort of the sort of the founder he depicted the founder of 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 fox news um that won a couple golden globes yeah it won it won a few things um so that did so that did quite well. I'm not saying that that is a basis of you know success for the film, um, but it has it has a few nominations. The film and Charlize Theron, um, Margot Robbie, and uh, Nicole Kidman are 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 good are good draws. I think. Yeah. For the box office, I of think. course they do. I think their reviews are quite good. So I've been reading. Yeah. Which which is which is which is which is really good. It is indeed, yeah. I am excited to see this, yeah,
1: um, it does seem very supposed to be hard hitting mm. um, and it is a about a very sensitive subject, yeah, but I'm very curious to see how they put it uh, off, go about it, yeah. Um, because this could be very very good and mm. we need more films that like show women that it's okay to stand up and speak out if yeah. there have been subject to this, uh, yeah, this like, harassment a, yeah mm. especially one that's a better man that's powerful as well Yeah, because that's very very yeah it's blackmail basically as yeah, well
0: yeah yeah i think you know this this film will hit hard even like no matter how which way you look at it, really, I think it's going to turn some heads and and really sort of get you know get people get people talking. Plus, which, it, it yeah. had a great
1: trailer as well. Mm. Um, a good song choice with um, "Bad Guy" by Billie Eilish. Yeah, I wouldn't expect to see that in the trailer, but there it was. There yeah, It was. I really enjoyed the trailer to this. It made me very excited for the film.
0: Yeah. Up next is what uh we've been talking about in the box office at the start of the show. Just Mercy. Yes. It's coming out. Uh, Michael B Jordan and Jamie Foxx uh based on the uh real life real life story of a man who is put on to death row and uh the lawyer who is meant to sort of defend him and, you know, get get him get him out of the situation. Jamie Foxx has had well I haven't heard from him like this year, but like in previous years was was a big box office draw. I'm not. I don't think that's the case now with him. But he's won awards. He's he's done really well. And from the looks of this, he he seems to be uh, putting on a a very a kind of a uh, honest and sort of kind of heartfelt performance as well as, uh, as Michael B. Jordan as well, who's been doing really well since I first saw him in Chronicle, I believe it was. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, this is this is a quite good. Um obviously has Brie Larson in it as well. Mm. Uh, does she play the lawyer? I'm not sure. I don't know who the lawyer is. I've never heard of this.
0: No, uh, well, it's based. Actually. It's based on true story, which was made into uh, a book uh, by uh, the guy. Uh, I forget his. I forget his name, but that was also titled that was. Also titled Just Mercy. But we'll see how this one goes. We'll it's good to keep an eye out on this one. Now that it's in the box office and it's opened wider in the US and then taking it on board its release, gonna be released on Friday here and probably yeah. around the world so subsequently. Two very successfully, but I think people will like it. Yeah. I think people will connect to it. I mean my mother is excited
1: for it at least yeah <laughs> um yeah and she doesn't get excited for very many films, films. No, no. i mean i think people enjoy it people probably have a curiosity factor
0: about it see if it's any good and i imagine most people will think it is a hidden life a hidden life which is the new terence malik film who has made such films as a uh, thin red line tree of life this looks to follow in the tree of life's kind of sort of footsteps, uh, with with that sort of really stra- strange uh, direction that Malik can sort of call his own and sort of really. I'm not sure how well that will do. How well that will do? Because his sort of his like the perception of him is sort of like eh. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too sure on how this will do either. I think it will You know, like look at the trailer, It looks really pretty it looks really well you know photographed and stuff i think this is probably going to be one of the people that the film
1: nerds go and see yeah like yeah, the artists. yeah not only because um it's rated, it's got 79 a meta, uh, meta score <laughs> but also because it's 2 hours and 54 minutes and people probably a lot of people probably won't give it a chance mm. if they see it on their local cinema and the like Oh, let's go and see this yeah. film. It's two hours and fifty four minutes. Oh. Mm. Okay. Let's see something else. Yeah, two hours and fifty four
0: minutes of a slow Yeah. Slow paced film. Uh
1: probably quite depressing as well because it's Yeah. Based in World War Two. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, I imagine it's got its place in film nerds'
0: watching yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this will like play Well, not to the majority of the art house audience, but to a, a portion of it, maybe. A niche of the niche. A niche of, a niche of the niche. That's 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 a, that's a turn of phrase right there. The niche of the niche. It might do well on streaming as well. Yeah.
1: Uh, as well, more film nerds will watch it on streaming. Is what I'm saying yeah. with that. Not general
0: audiences. This seems like a very very small. Yeah, I think place. general audiences are very very interested in this film and yeah. go and sort of like, oh look, it's a new Terrence Malick film. People are like probably who's Terrence Malick? <laughs> so it does have
1: three wins so far. Yeah, in uh, different categories and eleven nominations. Not bad, uh, including Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, where it's a winner. Ooh, um, but yeah, I I think. It'll do alright in film nerds. Two point eight million dollars so far. Mm. I imagine that'll go up. <laughs> yes,
0: when it's, it's when it's released. Yes,
1: I think very small audience, uh-huh. but
0: they'll go and see it if yeah. they really want to. If they really want to, if they really want to sit through two hours and fifty four minutes of yes. kind of just slow moving, slow moving stuff, then that's fine by them. They can do whatever they want. Okay, so this is the new, well, the new new. Effort for this to be by um A24. Yes, it looks from the trailer, it looks really like it looks like really hypnotic, uh, kind of like kind of like moonlight, yeah. in that in that in that sort of sense, not just because of like the the uh the you know subject matter, but because of also like the the way that it's filmed looks very it's very sort of like you fall asleep, yeah, at, at any point. <laughs> um, but this has had. Uh, very, very good buzz about it since well, a couple of months, a couple of months ago, really. Since it was debuted at a couple of festivals and people really sort of uh, took to it. Really, so sure of the story. I hadn't seen the I saw the trailer like ages ago now. I think yeah. And so I might, I might have to, might have to give myself a refresher on that. Uh, I might see it. I might not. Depends. If I have time, <laughs> yeah, I might go and catch it at Phoenix because uh, you know they're gonna, you know they're gonna do it there. But they'll be all over it. Yeah, yeah. A twenty four, A twenty four. Yeah. What I'm waiting for is is the Lighthouse. That's what I'm excited yeah. for.
1: I think. Well, obviously, A twenty four. They they're gonna do well with this. I think that I don't know whether it's coming to my ODM, but they normally get A twenty four films. They do usually get yes yeah so i mean i might try and drag my mother to see it to see it yeah um because that's the only way i'm gonna get there yeah, yeah. um but yeah i think i think it could do really well um maybe not again this is another film nerd film yes this is another one I'm, when i say it's gonna do really well i mean it's going to do well yeah with film nerds
0: yeah would you say moonlight was a film nerd film
1: i think that had a bit more appeal obviously it it didn't do that much money
0: no yeah.
1: but i feel like in streaming it did well yeah yeah um but and the film's really good as well you know yeah, it, you. It, was, it was an amazing film it's yeah. probably i think it's one of my favorites from that fil- that
0: year mm, mm. i think that was the year that la la land came out though so yeah it was and you know moonlight you know beat out beat out la la land in that historic historic oscar oscar win yeah and i think La La Land was my favourite film of that year,
1: but Moonlight was a very, very, very close second.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then well, Damien Giselle went on to make First Man, which didn't not, do really didn't well. Do very well, but it's you know. still got Oscar nominations. Yeah. Though. Yeah. But that is, that is Waves. Next up, we're going to talk about Weathering With You, which is the newest, um, anime film yes um, by Makoto Shinkai yes yes uh, this guy has been responsible for some of the sort of like quite a few sort of new kind of like new-ish um, influential anime um, he did your name your name which, being among them a massive film yes uh, it that one did
1: I'm pretty sure 357 358 million dollars oh that's good um but it also did 370 million in yen, which is massive. I imagine that means 3.7 billion yen because that wouldn't be a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but yes, weathering with you is doing amazing business in Japan. Yes, uh, it did 176 million dollars in Japan, and it's trying to expand out out in the world. Yeah. Trying to get some more money in its pocket, I imagine it won't get much here. But obviously, there's big anime fans, there's film uh, fans of animation that yeah. will probably see this
0: because I in Ameri- I think in America, yeah, this will do quite well because there's a lot of anime fans over there uh, who are who are really quite excited about weathering review. Well, not simply because of a uh, majority of because like your name was so successful isn't so mm. good. Uh, that um they would want to see this it's got an interesting premise as well. Yeah. About about it's basically about a boy who meets a girl who he finds out can control the weather. Yeah. Which is an interesting interesting plot. But um the, the thing is with this one
1: as well. I think interesting things with anime. Mm. A lot of people don't like it there is like a big market for it but i feel like either way you can't say that the animation isn't stunning yeah like if you look just look at the poster for this film it looks amazing like the art style for anime films are always top par. top notch top notch, top notch. Yeah, yeah um and i'm surprised actually i'm not surprised because it didn't come out in time if this came out during december i feel like this would have got an oscar push for best animated picture whereas your name didn't i don't think no i feel like this would have got a push for
0: it yeah yeah and um it'll be interesting to see how this does in the wake of uh your name's success yeah um and uh you know looking forward to seeing how that so all of those films uh from just mercy to weathering of You, are out here uh this coming friday which is the 17th yes this is the 17th of january uh so you can catch all of them in the U- in uk cinemas yes, probably all, all six releases all six releases uh however big or small yeah um it just depends on what Taste that you have really isn't it i do not so. the last one is because there is another one yeah plus one we'll mention this
1: one plus one jeff chan andrew reimer i think this is this is definitely a foreign film yeah 10 weddings one summer no one can survive alone right okay you say what uh, very interesting poster yeah plus uh, one so what country are we guessing this is from?
0: USA. Uh, USA? Right. Well Okay. I didn't think that would be American film. It's gotta be an international co production, doesn't it? It is just says USA. Just USA no 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 co product no co credits, no nothing?
1: No. Budget No budget. Uh worldwide gross currently is thirty three thousand dollars. Maybe that's why it's <laughs> releasing this slate here. Yeah. It released on the 14th of June in America. Right. Uh, it released in Estonia on the 9th of August. <laughs> Ukraine on the 29th of August. Singapore on the 5th of September. Portugal on the 2nd of January. And it's releasing here on the 17th of January. And it still only has $33,000. So, Gotta So love those release patterns, don't you? Yeah, that, that's a seventh film. I don't think you're going to be able to catch that, to be fair. No, no, I'm not sure. You can try. Yeah, you can try, but... I don't think you have any luck with that. Not really. Yeah, unfortunately. So this first six films. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be somewhere near yeah. you.
0: Go catch them um, in a cinema near you on the 17th of January. Especially if you're around Leicester or around Birmingham. Yeah. Or London. London, or London especially. London especially. Yeah, you might be able to see plus one in London. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Uh, yeah I'm not I'm, I'm not entirely sure on how that's yeah. gonna go but um those are your releases for this week now we are going to be moving on to a review we're talking about Sam Mendes' 1917 which wow you and I have both watched uh me on Friday and you on Sunday indeed uh uh to talk about it with you a lot today now I'm gonna hand it over to you because from the look of your face, I think you kind of loved it. Yes, indeed. I thought it was a great war
1: film. I really enjoyed the it it really impressive one shot. Um obviously because it it took a lot of choreography trying to get that to work. Um there was one point where the screen went black. Um, I'm sure you know what I'm on a bit. Yeah. Um but I imagine they cut there mm-hmm. um, I imagine there's very, very sneaky cuts All the way through Yes um,
0: Especially when they go into dark rooms Yes Then you can know um, That Oh, that's why they cut That it's very subtle Yeah You can't tell a lot of it You know yeah. Only in those moments of darkness Where you think they Could have sni- uh, Stitched in something Something there Yeah I thought this was Really, really strong. Yeah, I think it was the best film I've seen of of the award season. I don't think I don't think that only because a few things drag it down for me, at least. But um, obviously Sam Mendes and Roger Deakins again, the master of cinematography, it blows us away. I haven't seen a film this technically technically done since. I I don't even I don't even know probably even some point before Dunkirk mm. um but the whole thing is just the whole thing is, is is it's filmed to make it look like it's one shot and it's just it's just that opens up a lot of great opportunities for a lot of great wides and you just follow the camera sort of follows these two soldiers along played by George McKay and uh, Gene Charles Chapman who are really good by the way. Yes. Um and the film just follows them the camera's either behind them in front of them it swoops around it does in uh or like to the side and it never breaks away from from where like from where they are it never goes away to see where other characters are it doesn't yeah. really have hardly like any other it has a lot of extras in it but it doesn't have a lot of uh, other characters in it. There is a lot of room for
1: cuts as well. Like, there's room for like, uh, when they shoot off a flare. Yeah, uh, they could have cut to the reaction of the other people and been like, "Oh, they made it well." Yeah. Um, but
0: like, they they just don't. It, yeah. It's it's really good. I enjoyed everything. Yeah. This is the I think it's the most well produced film. It must have taken them hours to do just a single thing because uh because everything is just so well choreographed as you said that everything is is down to the minute yeah every single movement every single every single stuff but and that's that's a testament to these actors who i've never seen in big big films i've i know of Dean Charles Chapman from Game of Thrones, but I had no idea he had this in him. This physical performance from him is just outstanding,
1: yes, and then the scene in the trailer where he's running through the yeah explosions, yeah it's just it's it's everything I wanted it to be in the film. It's really
0: good, like, yeah
1: there's a point where like somebody crashes into him, yeah.
0: And he just goes flying and yeah. somersaulting. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets up and starts running again. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just a a, a mastery of sort of like acting technique, you know, like camera sort of techniques. Mm. Uh all helmed by a man who has come such a long way from, you know, American Beauty was really, really good. And then and then Skyfall came along. I was just like, oh. So that's what this man can do, and now we're at this of the point at nineteen seventeen where it's just like, right, calm down. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I also think from from that scene also, um, the amount of time it would have taken because so, like, they all have to run across the screen. Yeah, uh, from right to left. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's running obviously towards the camera. Mm. That takes a lot of like choreography, knowing who's running and where yeah and obviously the explosions as well you need yeah. to obviously if there's going to be somebody getting exploded you have to know
0: yeah where to be hidden pinpoint position where you're going to be you're going to be blown up here and yeah. you're going to go flying over that way this way off screen off screen yeah. it's just it comes together so well it does now the things i i i still think that the one shot stuff although really well done is still a bit gimmicky and a bit pretentious i don't think there's is the it's not the only way he could have done it it's a bit uh, yeah oh it's one shot oh i see you okay this It's really good it's really well done but uh the the gimmick is still sort of in my head and as well with the other characters i know that doesn't focus on these characters but uh colin first character the general uh, and uh, the captain of uh, the other the other battalion, played by uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, they weren't in the film enough, and they were and they were especially Colin Firth was really pushed in the marketing, and yet you only see them for like five minutes, four each. four five minutes each. Yeah, I, glor- I glorified glorified cameos. That's yeah, I do were. think
1: if you're going there to see them, maybe bring down your expectations a little bit is like when i went to see (laughs) cats i was like oh i really love taylor swift i'm gonna go and see this film because she's in it Mm. and she was in it for five minutes yeah Uh, she she was a glorified cameo she had one song and then she was gone yeah
0: but that's basically what these these two are yeah yeah uh and they're just just put on screen they're just names are put on screen knowing that the audience will say oh I like that. He's doing some good stuff. And you don't even really recognize them as they're coming on because there's so much going on that you don't know where these people are. And some of them like come on screen and then just like walk off, like just like really, and just like, so you just like, really? Why did you have to be in it, uh, you know, for five minutes? It just irritated me. Yeah. That irritated me. But well, in the grand scheme of things, it's massively done yes i'll go into something else that i really enjoyed about this film
1: yes tension yes tension was done really really well mm-hmm. um the first uh bit i remember is darren in the bunks in the german trench yeah uh where there was a rat oh
0: oh my goodness people were shocked Yeah, People people audibly next to me were like gasping and and all and all and I was just like I was just clenching so hard into my chair I was just like oh god yeah what is this That that was an amazing use of tension Mm. And
1: then there's scenes that obviously there are scenes where you know nothing's going to happen to the character Mm. But you still feel like something could happen to him Mm-hmm. Uh like when it's being shot at. Yeah, because obviously it is a
0: war. Yeah. You're going to get shot at during a war. Yeah. And those effects, those those sounds of gunfire and just yeah. like the crack of the rifles is just like it's oh, I don't know whether it was in your screening but it was really really loud. It was quite loud. I don't think yeah. it was as loud as you think. As as I think it was for you, because yeah. you must have been. If you're if you're if you're saying that, I don't think is mine was near enough as loud as yours. Yeah. Because if you're not complaining, if you're if you're bringing up about like the sound, it just like must have been like ears. <laughs> uh, well, yeah it it felt like a gun being shot. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm. That's what I meant to say. Like people shoot the gun. That's actual gunfire. Yeah, it doesn't sound like all these other weird sound effects, that's the crack of some old World War One rifle. Yeah. Uh, which is really good. And it's just it's the music as well. Yes. The indeed. music is just, it's just, just, oh, uh, this is, it was nice. Yeah. <laughs> was I, nice. I did really enjoy the music. Yeah. So. Um, George McKay, I haven't heard of him before. Yes, Have you heard of him before? I hadn't. He carries, apart from, Dean Charles Chapman, especially in the later later half, he carries that performance yeah. so well. He's on his, he's uh, he's just he's just oh, he's just so good. He's just he's just awesome in that performance. Yes, yeah. but as a whole, nineteen seventeen is is a masterful piece of work from a director who knows. Spectacle, yes, indeed. Who knows? Like, has teamed up with Roger deacons and has a vision of what he wants to do, and has executed it down to the very, very mark. I will bring up something that I've heard
1: from a internet critic. Yes, yeah. um, and I do not agree with her. Right. Uh, her name's Grace Randolph. Yes, I I f- yes, yes, of course. Um. So basically, mm. she did a box office
0: recap. Uh, yesterday. I think I'm. I t- I think I saw it today. I think I yeah. know what you're talking about. So, Grace Randolph,
1: I like watching her videos. Yes, but some of her opinions are really, really bad. All right. Uh, including the one where she was like, Sam
0: Mendes likes to copy, Chris Fanon Yes, that's the one. I don't think. I don't I, think I, he does. No, I think that this is. I think this is his own stuff. I, I, yeah. as, I as well. I was pretty shocked that she'd made that comparison. It is. Really this was nothing like Dunkirk. Yeah, and it. And I like
1: how she was like, "Oh, I bet Christopher Nolan would have wanted to come up with that
0: first. <laughs> fact Probably he never he wanted to. I
1: suppose. Well, I mean, not only that he didn't. So. I mean, he didn't
0: even express anything saying that he wanted to make a film like this. He already made like a film kind of similar to this, which was Dunkirk, which had, which had really good, its own cinematography, uh, worse acting. And it also had its own premise. Yeah. Its own unique selling point. Yeah. And it was, you know, World War Two instead of World War One, which, you know, uh, mostly I like. Grace Randolph But like As as you were saying as I, as, I, as I was watching it I was like What are you talking about? Yeah But she not only mentions that She
1: mentions uh, Bond as well yeah. As in like He did Batman And he's doing Bond He so wants to do Bond he, he wants
0: to do Bond Yeah
1: I mean no, But Sam Mendes has done Bond mm. Um But I think what she was saying Was like Obviously he, oh, Christopher Nolan's done a big franchise but Sam Mendes has also done a big franchise, so it must be copying. But <laughs> no,
0: her I logic don't know. is very flawed. <laughs> copying? I didn't yeah. see any of that. I think this is a much superior film to Dunkirk. I love Christopher Nolan, but I just I think Dunkirk is a, f- despite all its technical prowess, is a flawed film. Uh and and this and this just, for me. That kind of blows it out of the water Yeah on I mean, almost all, every single aspect We're all going to gush about Tenet When it comes out Oh yeah right. but, yeah. But Yes Anyway Anyway that is Our thoughts On Sam Mendes' 1917 yes. That's in cinemas now You can cash out everywhere uh, In the UK And in the US Wherever you're hearing this from yes. uh Please see it in the cinema Do. I beg of you It is a cinema experience You can't get it Any experience Anywhere else In You know You watch it in Home You're just like What Uh, I don't Know Yeah So please Go see it in the cinema Yes But that is
1: 13 minutes of us Gushing about 1917
0: Yeah Yeah Uh, You liked it more than I did I had a few niggles with it But I'd still A very solid 4.5 Out of 5
1: Today Is The 11th uh, The 13th of January Yes uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. We are currently a month away yep. from the Oscar nominations. Yes, and they are out. They are out now. They're Finally. they're now public knowledge. <clears throat> they are indeed. Yeah. And now I feel like we should have a game of who should win and who will win. Yes, our Grace Randolph special. Yes. <laughs> uh, we did steal this idea. We're basically Sam Mendes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether you can hint the sarcasm, but yeah.
0: Anyway. will grace round up, I don't know.
1: Uh well, first of all, actually, I'll mention who was the most nominated. Yeah. So uh with two nominations each, I'm only gonna go through people who have multiple nominations. Yeah. Two nominations each, we have Judy, Harriet, Pain and Glory, and Honeyland. Uh three nominations each, we have Bombshell, The Two Popes, and Star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, num- uh with four nominations, we have Ford Free Ferrari. Six nominations, we have Little Women, Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story, Parasite, and that's the list. Don't know why I made it sound like there's more. (laughs) Uh, With 10 nominations each, we have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and 1917. But with the most nominations this year, we have Joker. Yeah. Which I didn't expect to have the most nominations.
0: No, no, it's it's really, it's, it's, it's. I really wonder what you know sort of like the internet can do nowadays because we all we've all said our things about um the J- uh, joker and it's sort of you know sort of place in sort of like you know like cult like culture now and social media culture and just like the stories going around and stuff like that so it's it's really something to see a film like Joker being nominated for many, many, many awards—eleven in total. Um, but uh, I think that this, this, this nomination—I think the films—it's uh, just stacked, filled with amazing films. Yeah, filled with amazing films. So I think we should get into some categories. So, yep, we're gonna start with sound editing. Yeah,
1: because okay, uh, we're probably gonna go through. Most of these Ford v Ferrari Joker 1917 Once Upon a Time in Hollywood And Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker Yeah Who do you think should win And who
0: do you think will win? Uh, I haven't seen Ford vs Ferrari Um, um, I don't know Sound editing is a weird one Yeah I mean if I'm I was gonna say Star Wars. I was gonna say nineteen seventeen. Nineteen seventeen. Fine, nineteen seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Um I just, don't know, it was it was it was it was nominated for this one. Yeah, yeah I'd say nineteen seventeen. Yeah. Okay, same so mixing. We have Ad Astra, Ford V Ferrari, Joker,
1: nineteen seventeen, and once upon a time in Hollywood. Nineteen seventeen. Yes. Again. Uh both both categories seem yeah. to be going that way. Um. Yeah, possibly Ford v Ferrari
0: Yeah, possibly, yeah um, I think I think 1917 should and Will win all those Both yeah. of those uh, So original score We have Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917
1: And Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker Joker Yeah Joker, please Joker Should win and will win Oh, I hope it does yeah. I hope it does uh, costume design, we have the Irishman, Jojo jo Rabbit, uh, Joker, Little Women, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
0: Um, I think there's a toss-up between Little Women and f- Once Upon a Time. I think... No, this is just
1: my bias... Uh, Love for the film. Mm. It's between Judge Rabbit* and *Little Women* for me. Okay,
0: yeah,
1: fine. For uh, sure I think *Jazz Rabbit* because of like the different uniforms, mm-hmm. and they ha- obviously they have to find them and
0: yeah, get them, get them sized and stuff.
1: Yeah, Uh but *Little Women* obviously is a it, it it's a what it's a period piece. Yeah,
0: yeah. You look at the dresses as well. Some of those yeah. dresses are really really nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I think. If I was gonna go for a winner, I think I would go for Little Women, mm-hmm.
0: um,
1: because it's got to win something at least. If if she doesn't get a, a nomination for best director, then she's got to win something. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway. Yes, supporting actress. Let's go for that one next. Ratt- rattle rattle on off for me. Kathy Bates, uh, for Richard Jewell. Yeah. Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Okay. Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. Uh-huh. Florence Pugh for Lil Women. Yeah. And Margot Robbie for Bombshell.
0: Florence Pugh. Yeah. Should win. I think she should win. I think. I'm not sure if she will win, but she should win.
1: I think should win is either Florence Pugh, Scarlett Johansson, or Laura Dern for me. Yeah. Um, I've seen obviously all three of those. Uh, Bombshell, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen Richard Jewell either. Yeah,
0: Margot Robbie hasn't been nominated for for an Oscar, has she? Uh ever? Why she? Or, I'm not for... sure. I think she might have for Itonia. Itonia, yeah, that's one. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Take that back. <laughs>
1: Um, but I think Laura Dern will win just because she won the Golden Globe. Yeah, I think it's most likely she will win supporting yeah.
0: actress.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, supporting actor, we have Tom Hanks, yeah. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes, Al Pacino for The Irishman, Joe Pesky for The Irishman, yeah. and Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
0: Mm.
1: Should win, I think. Brad Pitt, and I think we'll
0: witness Brad Pitt as well. Okay, that's that's a, that's a, that's a fair assumption. He was yeah. really, really good in that. Also, Golden Globe. Yeah. Uh, we're going we're up that. a lot of Golden Globe ones, aren't we? Because that, you know, if you don't know, it's usually a telling sign. If a yeah. person wins it, wins a Golden Globe, they're probably going to win an Oscar. Yeah. I mean,
1: in certain cases. Yeah, in certain cases. Uh, So we go to Production Design, which has Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood,
0: and Parasite. Um, Oh, 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 Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. did have some good, good stuff. It's 1917 as well. I think Jojo Rabbit had really,
1: really good production design. Mm. Um, Just possibly because I... Saw a little feature out Where they were talking about How they made it colourful Because They yeah. wanted to reflect Germany In that time Yeah uh, And it was really colourful Back then mm-hmm. Um, But I Again I'm biased Towards Jojo Rabbit I really wanted to win Some things Yeah
0: Yeah Well we'll see We'll see uh, Yeah uh, Yeah That um, uh, sure. I think it's between Once Upon a Time Yeah And Jojo Rabbit Once Upon a Time I think I think Once Upon a Time Should win
1: yeah I wouldn't be sad If Once Upon a Time one. Yeah At editing We have Ford v Ferrari The Irishman Jojo Rabbit Joker And Parasite
0: I wouldn't be surprised If I have a Joker Or Parasite one Yeah I think it's a toss up Between those two Jojo Rabbit maybe
1: Yes I did really enjoy um, Some of the editing choices In Jojo Rabbit Yeah um, possibly Ford v Ferrari, because, uh, yeah, I think that category is a bit weird for me. Yeah. Because I
0: just don't know what. It's I hard never, to, it's hard to tell.
1: You never really pay attention fully to editing. No. Unless it's really, really good. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I have nothing really to compare it to. No. In terms of bad editing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, So I think should win and will win Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go for my bias I think with Jojo Rabbit Mm -hmm. Um, Visual effects We have Avengers Endgame The Irishman The Lion King 1917 And Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker Avengers Endgame or or Star Wars? (sighs) I think it's Endgame or The Lion King Mm. I would put my bias towards Endgame just because I feel like they have to give it
0: something. See, so he's not the Lion King. It wasn't he wasn't even it wasn't even I just I hate the Lion King.
1: But I mean the visual effects in the Lion King are technologically amazing.
0: I know, but I, know, I mean it it's not it's, it's not, not a quality a good, contest. It's, it's, it's no. a visual effects quality contest. I know, I know, and I know that it... It could win, Lion King. It probably will. And, and you know, I'll be sad because it wasn't a good film.
1: But you you get the knowledge that it wasn't a quality thing.
0: Yeah, it was just a visual effects thing. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, it did have some good stuff in it.
1: Yeah. So, makeup and hair. Yeah. We have Bombshell. Right.
0: Joker. Uh-huh. Judy. Yes. Maleficent, Mistress I- of Evil. Okay. And
1: 1917.
0: Hair and makeup for 1917 yes okay um
1: i think this one is
0: either bombshell judy or maleficent yeah oh yeah i'd say i'd say i'd say bombshell or judy
1: well this is the one that suicide squad won which i'm that's why i'm kind of putting maleficent in there as well (laughs) yeah yeah um i think judy is the one that will win Mm, yeah if nothing else, Judy Judy
0: will win something. Yeah, it will win something.
1: Um, so animated feature. Yeah, uh, we have one that isn't here that I do want to mention. Uh uh-huh.
0: Frozen two. Frozen two is not
1: there. Isn't an animated feature. Uh. We do have though. How to Train Your Dragon, The yep. Hidden World. Uh huh. I Lost My Body. Okay. Close. Yeah. Uh, Missing Link. Right. And Toy Story Four.
0: Okay. It's between Toy Story Four and Klaus, I think. Is it? I wouldn't be. I would put it past them to to to, to uh, stop with Missing Link, man. I don't think Missing Link's gonna win the Oscar. I think it. I think it might. I don't. <laughs> I don't want
1: it to, but I think it will. I mean, I enjoyed the film. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But I don't think it is the best animated feature of last year. No, but you know, you never know. I think. Klaus has a lot going for it just because it it it, it looks nice it looks amazing yeah it, every frame in that film is a painting mm-hmm I Toy st- Story 4 has Disney going for it yeah I still have it seen Klaus it's really good I yeah. mean you're probably not going to see it until next Christmas now no well
0: I'm probably I'll probably
1: see it sometime yeah um but Toy Story 4 obviously had amazing Animation just because
0: Pixar can put yeah a lot of money behind it yeah yeah it's Pixar isn't it so yeah
1: I mean Pixar always do well yeah um I wouldn't be put past them if they do win it to be honest yeah it is a really good film so it makes sense fair enough Uh, song we have the song in Toy Story four yeah uh Rocket Man uh huh breakthrough right Frozen two okay and Harriet uh huh. I think this one's going to rocket man. Rocket
0: man. Yeah, fair enough.
1: It went the golden globe went to so rocket man. I think this one's going to get go to rocket man. Oh, uh, well. yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh international film. Yes. We have Corpus Christi. Yeah. Honeyland. Uh-huh. Les Misérables. Yes. Pain and Glory. Uh-huh. And Parasite. 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 Yeah. <laughs> this one's a a given one. Yeah. Seuin. Um, unless it's a very very big upset, yeah. Uh, documentary. We have American Factory. Yeah. The Cave. Okay. The Edge of
0: Democracy. Mm-hmm. For Summer. Yeah.
1: And Honeyland.
0: I yeah. have no idea. I think it's either For Summer or Honeyland or American Factory. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying I have no idea
1: because I don't know. Yeah. I, I think For Summer.
0: I think For. I think For Summer has 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 has
1: good potential. Yeah. Uh, cinematography, we have Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
0: 1917? Possibly. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood?
1: A- another possibly. I think it's between. The lighthouse. The
0: Lighthouse and maybe 1917. Yeah. I I I um I have not seen the lighthouse yet, but yes, please lighthouse win something please. Yes. <laughs> uh, then we have
1: original screenplay. Yes. Where we have Knives Out, at Marriage Story, Nineteen Seventeen, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Yes. This one, I really enjoyed Marriage Story. Okay. I think it was very very well written. This is
0: original. Okay. Yes. Screenplay. Um,
1: 1917 screenplay was good. Yeah, I don't see it winning screenplay. I don't either. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think that might get it. I think. I think it will win. That's a will win. I think Marriage Story should win. Should win. Yeah. Um, maybe even Parasite. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, adapted screenplay. We have The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit. Joker, Little Women, and The Two Popes.
0: I'd say Little Women or Two Popes.
1: I think Little Women should win and probably will win this one. Well, actually, no. I, don't I think th- Two Popes will win. I think Little Women should win. I think Joker will win, <laughs> actually. Because uh, I, I really want Greta Gerwig to get something this Oscar season. I, think, I, don't, women- I, I would, but I don't think it's her, uh, yeah. She didn't get a directing nomination, so I feel like adapted screenplay would be a good win. But mm-hmm. obviously,
0: that's only a should win for me. I think Joker is the will win because I think I think too. Uh, you shouldn't rule out two popes, though. I don't think that's is... you should. You shouldn't. Although I said that the filmmaking wasn't that great, the script was good. I don't think the two popes will get anything this awards. Season. I think it might. That's where you're right. I think it might. I think I think this is that I think this this is their best their best chance. Or Jonathan Price.
1: I. I don't think so for yeah. this one. Have you Unfortunately,
0: seen it? I haven't, but I've heard mixed. It is it is very mixed. Mm-hmm. The script is very good and the acting is really good. So yeah.
1: take that away from it. Um, so directing, we have Martin Scorsese for The Irishman. Yeah, Todd Phillips for Joker. Uh huh. Sam Mendes for Nineteen Seventeen. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. And Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. This one is Nineteen Seventeen. Nineteen Seventeen. Obviously, the 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 man who orchestrated <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah,
0: it's got it, it's got it's got gotta, it's got it's got it. Yeah, Sam Mendes Sam Mendes. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, actor. Yes, we have Antonio Banderas for *Pain and Glory*, mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio for *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*. Yeah, Adam Driver for *Marriage Story*. Okay, Joaquin Phoenix for *Joker*. Yeah, and Jonathan Price for *The Two Popes*.
0: Jonathan Price. Uh is a good actor. I think if he was in a better film, he could have stood a chance. Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. I mean that's who's gonna win.
1: Um if Joaquin Phoenix wasn't there, I feel like Adam Driver. Yeah, Adam Dro- Possibly. Yeah. No. Um but no, Joaquin Phoenix is there. Joaquin Phoenix is gonna win. Joaquin. Uh actress we have Cynthia Arrivo for Harriet. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Cool. Sersha Ronan for Little Women. Uh huh. Charlize Theron for Bumshell. Right. And Renee Zellweger for Judy. Yeah. This is the one where I don't think Renee Zellweger is going to win.
0: Yeah. I think it's between Sersha Ronan and Scarlett. And Charlize. And Charlize. Yeah. Um, I feel
1: like will win is either Sersha Ronan. I think Sersha Ronan will win. Or Charlize Theron. I, I'm thinking whether she won for Lady Bird, I don't think she did no I don't think she did no. that, so I, I think, think she I think win. she will win yeah yeah so best picture at nine nominations for best picture this year are yeah. okay Ford v Ferrari yes The Irishman okay Jojo Rabbit right Joker uh-huh Little Women yeah Marriage Story uh-huh 1917 alright Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah and Parasite.
0: Okay. Now that is a stacked stack nomination. Yes. Um shall we start ruling things out? Yes. I think that's yeah, the best Ford way to v go. All the rest
1: Ferrari, yeah. No. Yeah, no. Or I'm sorry, it's not your year. No. Uh
0: The Irishman? No. Mm. I don't think it's I don't much. think it should. I don't To be think honest. I don't think it's Martin like- Scorsese has proven himself in Everybody loves Martin Scorsese. Why should he be? nominate i don't know i think nomination no, nominating
1: old. him is is good because he, he does deserve it yeah but yeah okay but okay. when no um jojo rabbit
0: mm, no.
1: unfortunately even though however much i want you to win yeah it's not happening yeah joker is a possibility yes little women also mm, a possibility yeah uh, Marriage Story? No. no. It's not your year. Come yeah. back another year, sweet. Yeah. Well, no, I'm back. Come back another year. Yes. Uh, 1917? Yes. yes. That is a yes. Yeah. Um, we're narrowing it down to three or four at the moment, I yeah. think. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Mm, I shouldn't, yes. but probably will. <laughs> and parasite yes another yes but i think if it wins international film i don't think it's going to win best picture no so if
0: that goes to if if international picture goes to which parasite I, which is very very likely yes then this i think best picture isn't now yeah best, best
1: picture is no. so how many do we have uh 4 right joker little women 1917 and once upon a time in hollywood uh 1917 will win I think my should win is between Little Women and Nineteen
0: Seventeen. Nineteen Seventeen will win, but Nineteen Seventeen will win. You'd win. Should win. What if Joker does? That'd be a story. <laughs> That'd yeah. be a story. That would. I don't think they will
1: do that though. No. I think they've they've done well to like give a a
0: comic book film a good chance. Yeah, and probably will give will give um give um, thingy. Whacking uh, uh, Phoenix in Oscar. Yeah. I think
1: they might give, a, they're probably going to give Avengers Endgame in Oscar because I don't think The Lion King is something that they are going to award. Yeah. Even though obviously it did do really well. Yeah. I think that most awards voters don't want all those um, Disney remakes. No. To make. To get Oscars Because obviously They already gave The Os- Lion King an Oscar Yeah In 1994 Yeah Well 1995 Because it yeah. was the year after it came 25 out. years ago Yes I think Avengers Endgame Is a shoo-in for that To be fair Not only because The visual effects are stunning uh, But If you think of how much money Went into that film Yeah over three hundred million dollars. I mean, I think it's soulless, but you know, it's whatless it's soulless. I, I don't think it is. I think it's soulless. I think
0: it has a heart. It no. Obviously, Iron Man is the heart. I think Iron Man is the heart of what Avengers Endgame. Oh, Avengers Endgame. I thought you were talking about Lankin. No. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me, I thought you were still on with that Lion King. I thought you were saying that Avengers Endgame doesn't have a
1: heart, and I was like, oh, okay. No, uh, <laughs> I thought I thought I, I didn't know that you'd moved on. Yeah, I didn't know that you'd moved on. Sorry about that. It's all right. Avengers Endgame in the news has a heart.
0: Yeah. Yes. Whereas Lion King, on the hand, on doesn't. the other hand, doesn't have a soul. <laughs> yes. Um. But yes, I I think Avengers
1: Endgame. That will win. I think Joker's gonna get a couple wins, mm. a few wins.
0: Not the big, not the biggest wins. I think Todd Phillips could win for best director. I'm no, not... I mean he didn't at the Golden, Golden Globes no. yeah. I think it's Joaquin Phoenix's time to shine. Yes, yes. He's probably and... going to swear again when he gets on stage and as well. score as well.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, that's the two uh, Golden Globes that they're talking about took away so it's they're probably gonna be happy with that
0: yeah 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 uh and if 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 hilda doesn't win for score then i don't know i wouldn't know what to do with myself if hilda doesn't win for score then they've got something against women this time (laughs) they do definitely do yeah yeah i mean
1: we, we can talk about that the in the directing category there is no women no no which i find very very weird because in a year where we have little women yeah
0: Oh God, Greta Gerwig! I love Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig She's... should have got a
1: nomination. It doesn't need to be a win. Yeah, doesn't need a nomination. A in the first place, is a win in
0: itself. Yeah, at least she did get a nomination. Excuse me for adapted screenplay. Yes. Um. So she she she, she does have a chance of getting something, but I think that they really dropped the ball on on her for director. That's a major snub. Yeah. And I I love Greta Gerwig. She's yeah. Such, like you see it in her interview, she's such, like actually like a really nice person. Just like really like it's so nice. Um, but yeah, but women in awards is, you know, it's just it's just uh, it's, I'm sorry, women, you didn't do really well this year. No, par- par- apparently Unfortunately. not. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean,
1: I think we think you did. Yeah, we think we. You but did. the Oscars just downed.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Oscars are still ran by. Old white men Yeah The Oscars is very manly this year Yeah It's very Yeah They like Ford versus Ferrari Over Little Women Yeah I mean That is But but in the directing category I don't think they do No In the directing category They don't But like I think anything else they do Who would you take out And put Little Women there Read them to me again
1: Uh, Martin Scorsese Yeah uh, Todd Phillips Mm -hmm. Sam Mendes Quentin Tarantino and Bong Joon-ho.
0: Martin Scorsese?
1: Yeah. I think w- he did make a really good film. Um I'm sure some people will call it great. I haven't seen it yet. No. But it's nothing revolutionary. Yeah. Obviously Little Women. I feel like that was a very very good adaptation mm. of the th- of the book. Plus, it brought something new to the table. It didn't just do the same old uh, adaption. Yeah. It brought in four amazing actresses as well. Yeah. Sosha Ronan. hmm Florence Pugh. Yes. I always forget the other names. Uh, uh, Emily Watson. Emily Watson. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. That's Emily Watson. the one. Yeah. Emily. Uh, keep forgetting the fourth one. Uh, kind of Eliza Scannon. Scanlon. Yes. Um, I think it's just because the three big names, and then I've never heard of Liza Scanlon. Yeah, Liza Which Scanlon really... was really good. Yeah, she's really good. I agree. So was Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, uh, Timothy Chalamet is great in the film, mm. but we're talking about the women at the moment.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I, I do think that's all very nice that we can appreciate Little Women. Yeah. Also, another snub. Uh, There's not really a snub um, in song. Cats uh, did get the nomination for Beautiful Ghosts, which it did for Golden Globes. Apparently, it wasn't um, eligible. It wasn't eligible. No, because it came out late, or no, it came out on December twentieth. Yeah, um, but it was just like no, it's not eligible. Bye.
0: Why? So like <laughs> why? Do you... I have no idea. It's I, a I'm sure like... that I'm sure that I'm sure they tried to submit it. They, they um, did, the, but the, I guess the Oscars weren't having it. Or
1: maybe it was just because it didn't make the shortlist. I don't know. Did it yeah. didn't make the shortlist? I don't, it didn't make the shortlist.
0: Obviously, if it wasn't eligible, it didn't make the shortlist. Yeah, but I think you know, Rocket Man is a kind of a shoo-in for that. So, yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, Beyonce didn't either for No Spirit. No, she didn't. That's. An, I didn't even realize that until just because mm. uh, I didn't see the Lion King when I was, I was looking at the song. Yeah. Wow, um, that is a bit weird. Obviously, Aladdin didn't get anything for either, yeah. Um, of the awards, uh, circuits. That's just because I don't think there was an original song in Aladdin. No, not a new one. In well, there was actually Speechless. Okay, that was a new song from Aladdin. Uh, all right, all right. Um, but yeah, that's the award season. Yeah, it's very manly this year. It's very stacked. Yes. And a comic book film has the most nominations. Who would have ever thought that that would be the case?
0: I I would not. I'm sure you would not. No. Uh, and it's it's just it's just a testament to how good the actual film is. Now, like despite like the, the past sort of like flops at the DC. I know no, it's not part of the DC EU, but like yeah. what DC, like the films of DC over the last couple of years have have, have have done uh this is quite the achievement. I mean Todd Phillips should be very, very proud of himself and uh everyone else including including uh Joaquin Phoenix and Zazzy Beats should okay. be very very pleased. I actually have a
1: question. All right. If you if Joker didn't commit this year <clears throat> mm-hmm. and we maybe endgame opened a bit later. Mm. So say Endgame opened in November, December period or October. Um do you think Endgame would have got more nominations if it was if Joker wasn't there? Um I think it might have.
0: Maybe. yeah. Uh,
1: cuz obviously I think the visual effects is very, very deserved. Um, possibly in no, not in the screenplay. Maybe screenplay. It was very good screenplay. I think. Directing, that is a possibility. Yeah. yeah. Um, I even think best picture would have been a possibility, even if Joker was there. Mm. I think because like they, they have ten spots. best picture yeah even if you're not going to give it the award Mm -hmm. i think a sneaky way to get ratings Mm -hmm. is to nominate avengers endgame because that's the biggest movie of all time yeah so even if you don't give it the award you've got people who want to see avengers
0: endgame win yeah watching along i know the biggest thing about avengers endgame that i've seen is a lot of people are very very sad that Robert Downey Jr. got snubbed for Best Actor. I don't think he deserves it. To be fair, do I think he deserves
1: it. No, well, I a lot do. of people do. I do. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: but I do think it, it does deserve a Best Picture nomination. Yeah, not a win.
0: Not a win. At least a
1: nomination. Joker. Joker, nineteen seventeen. They're a bit
0: more deserving. Joker des- Joker deserves to be nominated. Come on.
1: Yeah, so they're more deserving. I'm saying. Yeah. Oh. Um, but. They have 10 spots anyway. He could have just chucked it in and been like, you know what? Yeah. We just want views. There you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but that's not how the Academy rolls. I mean, they yeah, kind I mean, of it, should if they want ratings. If they want ratings, yeah. Yeah. But, then you've got people who like DC watching and also Marvel. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and then they see that none of their favorite films have been nominated for awards which is which is of the case most years yeah for a long time now you can't expect uh my favorite film for like for 2019 was monos where is that it's nowhere to be seen and i'm all right with that yeah because although it doesn't really get the recognition from the academy which is a a, is a hollywood institution I, it doesn't really matter because I still love it to bits and it's my personal favourite. I don't, you know, I don't care what anybody else sort of thinks and a lot of people do think that it's really, really good. Um, but, you know, you, you can't expect, you come this far knowing, like, you can't expect your favourite films to be to be nominated at this point. And if you do, you're kind of just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing like a massive push for
1: Endgame getting... Nominations as well. Mm. Like I would go on the trade websites, and it would be literally like every third advert. Yeah, <laughs> along with is... cats and yeah. also oh, what was the other film? I think it was also nineteen seventeen. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think I saw one nineteen seventeen advert. Yeah, uh, for best
0: picture. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. Avengers so,
1: End Game and cats. It's, Endgame, Cats, and Once Upon a Time. Yeah, the oh, okay. Big major pushes. Yeah, Cats.
0: Um, yeah. but yeah, that's that, the award season. That is the award season, all summed up. So, yes. don't need to go anywhere else to receive your 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 Oscar nominations.
1: Unless you already have, then. unless you already
0: have, then then we're know. disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't should've, have waited for us. Yeah, should have, should have, <laughs> should have waited. True. This is a professional show.
1: Definitely, very, very professional. Mm. Um, but yes, that's the awards,
0: and that's probably the whole episode. Yes, it is. It's a big bumper episode, was not it? We've talked about many, many different things. We've you've had a bumper. You had another bumper episode of the box office. Yes. As long as a feature on the Oscar nominations, as well as some reviews, our review of 1917, and yes. a few like previews of. Things to look forward to: six Uh, new releases. Six new releases coming this Friday, which are uh, to remind
1: you: yes, Uh, Bad Boys for Life, yeah, Bombshell, yes, Just Mercy, uh huh, A Hidden Life, yeah, Waves, Uh, and Weathering with You. Obviously, if you can find it, they'll sell plus one, yes, but you're probably not gonna be able to find it. Yeah,
0: all out this Friday. Have a good week, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.